Petri Dish is a product of Petri Dish Media, all rights reserved. Petri Dish is a science comedy podcast and should not be used as medical advice. Do not get medical advice from a podcast. And therefore, as a free man, I take pride in the words, Ich bin ein Science! Science! Yes. I know the human being and science, science. can just peacefully. This was their finest. Guys, welcome to Petri Dish. I'm Nathan. Whoa, I'm Sean. <laughs> you always said whoa. It was so believable that I thought I said Sean by accident. <laughs> okay, guys. So uh, last week we talked about caffeine. We talked about what is it? We talked about how it works neurologically. Yep. Well, now we got to talk about how it's toxic mm-hmm. or it's kind of like little sexier effects. Um, what do you have to what do you have to do to OD on caffeine? <laughs> what do you have to do to kill your children on caffeine? And uh, again, how can you get buff? Yeah. Chugging caffeine. How can you get those gains? Mm. Those sexy gains. Quiffine. This, this, this. Caffeinated. Oh, yes. <laughs> That's a good brand. Quiffine should be. <laughs> you want to be a whiffine? <laughs> Get some whiffine. Uh, all right. This week on Petri Dish. <laughs> uh all right all right so um i drink a lot of caffeine sean yeah. how much should i be drinking yes 500 uh, milligrams 400 milligrams <laughs> the number's right there <laughs> 400 milligrams of caffeine per day yeah uh apparently adult humans should not take more yeah than not that. more than 400 milligrams yeah which would be four shots basically really yeah Oh, shit. I actually really I do know, drink a lot more than that. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, everybody I know drinks more coffee I know, than I know. that. It's, it's not good. That's like um, when people say you need to be, like, 50 feet away from your computer screen. <laughs> it's like, are you fucking stupid? Yeah. That's what are you talking about? You know, people sitting outside looking at their computer screen. It's like, look, my eyes still last longer than most ancient peoples because they were dead by 45. Yeah, right? So, yeah. like, I'm just going to burn my eyes on the screen and I'm going to drink more than 400 milligrams. Four shots? Yeah. It's so few. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's crazy. Yeah, but, whatever. In any case, that's apparently what we're supposed to be doing according to recommendations. Okay. The side effects are all pretty famous, right? You get jittery. You get anxious. Right, yeah. And you can have an elevated heart rate. Oh, okay. But it's usually temporary. Caffeine can also be toxic if you take way more of it. Okay. So at the point where we're pretty sure you're going to be very, very, very sick, Mm -hmm. that's 10 grams. Okay. Okay. So 400 milligrams... 10 grams is more than 20 times more than that. That's a big difference, yeah. Um, But within that range is still plenty of space where you can feel sick, you can be vomiting and stuff like that. So people should not be taking grams of caffeine. That can be very bad for you. How many kilos of butter are lethal? Like That's interesting. Like two metric tons of butter? I think if you can get it into your body without throwing up. Yeah. I think, like, it takes a while for butter to kill you. You know what I mean? Like, I think you need to, like, have, like, obstructive heart failure before butter kills you. I think that's a while, dude. (laughs) Okay. Um, But caffeine can kill you a lot quicker. Okay. Uh, Caffeine toxicity, like, acute caffeine toxicity shows up as a fever. 
and then either tachycardia or bradycardia. That's where like tachyons change in your heart and your heart <laughs> ages immediately, right? Like it like it just like ages 80 years and is dead. Sure, it's because tachyons are moving backwards in time. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, your yeah. heart moves forward in time. There's a fucking, um, a Futurama episode where that happens. Oh, shit. Remember where Fry takes like... 30 cups of coffee. No, 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 80 cups of coffee. Maybe 100? He takes a certain number of coffee, number of cups of coffee, and then, like, time changes when he hits mm. that last cup, and he actually becomes a deus ex machina for the problems that all the other characters are confronting. And well, he saves the day. That's beautiful. Yeah. That's what coffee so can do for you. So true. <laughs> tachycardia. Futurama. So what tachycardia and bradycardia actually are... Bradycardia. To... Brady Bunch. <laughs> <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, it has to do with heart rate. So either increased heart rate or depressed heart rate. Okay. Um, and which one you get kind of depends on how much caffeine you took. Right. Um, because sort of more normal amounts of caffeine, like what we drink in a day, okay. typically elevates your heart rate. You get right. tachycardia. But if you start taking into the toxic range, right. it can actually make your heartbeat slower. Bummer. Yes. Along with that, you know... That it can cause some things with like blood pressure yeah. and stuff like that. So you might think that daily consumption of caffeine could potentially have a negative impact on your heart because right. it's like making your heart rate go all the fuck over the place and yeah. like blood pressure and shit. So one way of trying to think about whether caffeine is bad for your heart, uh, we could look at like rates of arrhythmia. Yeah, and arrhythmia is when your heartbeat is irregular. It's right. like kind of confused. It's not really on pace anymore. Um, and it's shown that when people drink caffeine sort of regularly. Uh, there's actually a slightly inverse relationship between that and hospitalization rate for arrhythmia. All right. So all right. actually, you're slightly less likely to get hospitalized for arrhythmia if you drink coffee regularly. Oh, that's good. That probably doesn't mean that caffeine's like fucking great for you, right. but it does not look like caffeine is bad for your heart in terms of arrhythmia. Okay, interesting. And while caffeine definitely increases blood pressure temporarily, you, which you would think blood pressure often we think about like a oh, heart attacks and stroke and stuff like that. Uh, it's also caffeine is negatively associated with strokes. Okay. So hmm. it just really doesn't seem like it's that bad for your cardiovascular health. So I guess it's one of those things where like, you know, like nicotine is like nicotine is good for you. No, no. So, <laughs> so nicotine is like legal historically in America for like reasons of capitalism and racism. Uh, and it's a really bad drug. Um, caffeine is legal because it's just good. <laughs> and people have been drinking it for thousands of years, and they love it, and it's just a good thing. I think it's just not that bad. Yeah. It's just not that bad, right. really. Like, we're not seeing a lot of effects where if you look at chronic coffee drinkers, and if you look at people who never drink any coffee, that you were seeing huge differences yeah. in health outcomes. And we would have known by now. Because, yeah. like, fucking... 14 quadrillion people drink coffee all the time yeah. and have for like thousands of years. Yep. Right? Yeah, we're definitely slurping it down. Yeah, like it didn't take that long for us to realize that meth get you fucked up. It took about like four guys, right? And we're like, ooh, man, meth does something. You know, there was a thing with uh, Yerba Mate where like huh? when the first, uh, let's say, Portuguese yeah. or whatever, Probably. Or when, when they came over yeah. and they were colonizing South America, uh -huh. they tried out some Yerba Mate <laughs> yeah. and they were like, this shit's amazing. Uh, and some of them became so into yerba mate that some of them like became homeless in order to like fund their yerba mate. Like whoa. that there was like straight up like indigenous whoa. South Americans that were like making a shitload of money funding the wow. like yerba mate habits of these Portuguese fuckers. That's 
bonkers. <laughs> there was like That's a there was so like a monk funny. or something that was like writing about like, look, Yerba Mate is really dangerous because yeah. I'm seeing some like homeless Portuguese people like running around wow. like every single day, like all of their labor wages go straight to Yerba Mate. <laughs> wow. That's, oh, there's gotta be like a short film about that. Oh my God. Yeah. That's so it was really funny. interesting because the monk was like, the indigenous people drink like one cup a day. Right. And they drink it once a day. They think it's good for you. But like these Portuguese dudes have just like no control and right. they're just like constantly drinking it. Right. And like the ones with families, the wives and kids all drink it and like they need to keep buying more and more. Right. <laughs> it's like an Amish kid on Pornhub. Yes, it is exactly like that. Yeah. Um, so that's beautiful. Wow. That's, that's one good outcome. <laughs> <laughs> that story. <laughs> All right. Okay. So let's take a break. Oh, okay. Uh, we need a break. Yeah, we got to take we a break. We need to calm down. And then when we come back, let's talk about caffeine sensitivity a little bit more. And then let's talk about the children. All right. Because right. we always got to talk about the children. My name is Tyler Jerry. If you're like me, you have a diet that consists exclusively of snails and oysters. But if you want to survive into your sexy 60s, you need to diversify. You need some vegetables. And there's only one rock-hard sexy vegetable for you. Those are cabbages. That's right, cabbages. They're big balls of green. And they're the best way to get water in your mouth. Fuck drinking water like a pleb. You could eat it with cabbage. It's cheap, it's transportable, it's good in a stew. You could even throw blue cheese on it. That's right, blue cheese, the stinkiest cheese, straight from a Frenchman's foot. So don't wait. Go to your supermarket and buy yourself some cabbage. Paid for by Cabbage Growers of Wales, Northern Ireland and Monaco. Caffeine does a lot of shit in your brain. We talked about it last time, specifically yeah. with the adenosine signaling, right? But that's not the only thing that caffeine does. It can also right. set off a lot of signaling that ultimately tells your adrenal gland to release stuff like adrenaline. Right. Okay. Along with some other hormones and neurosteroids and shit. Okay. I can do a bunch of other signaling in your body. And adrenaline has a number of impacts on you, right? Sure. It's part of that fight or flight response. Right. And so it can make you feel amped up and energized and ready to tackle things. But it can also make you feel anxious and jittery. Okay. Uh, it can make you feel less hungry. Is this the primary source of things like jitteriness uh, when people drink caffeine? Uh, it can be a part of it. Okay. It can be a part of it. And different people can have different sensitivities to adrenaline, yeah. for example. It's interesting, right? Because the first half of what you're saying, I was like, well, I don't sound like some bullshit. Because you're like, fight or flight response. And I was like, I've never had it, seen a guy like drinking espresso and be like, woo! <laughs> it's like rip off a shirt and punch a cock in the face like uh, a bird. Oh. <laughs> you know, like a cock! Yeah, sure. Um, the, the infamous man versus cockfights of Guadalajara. <laughs> but but then it's like, oh, jitteriness, anxiety, you know, like that's all stuff I associate with coffee. Mm-hmm. There we mm-hmm. go. All right. Yeah, so it can happen. Okay. And so, again, what I'm trying to say is that people out there who are like, oh, I'm sensitive to caffeine, you know what? Some of them are telling the truth. Yeah. That is real. Yeah, I remember once, um, you know, we went to Guelaguetza in L.A., yep. and we were having mole, you know, and there's caffeine and chocolate, and I was getting jittery mm-hmm. and a little anxious, and yeah. Sean was like, oh, is that a reaction from the caffeine? And I was like, that's a reaction from the caffeine. We spent $100 on some shitty chocolate soup. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just Yeah, kidding. I don't like mole that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's just the reality We've of the learned situation. our lesson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, just kidding, though. <laughs> so. Sean has mole. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Keep going. Whatever. 
Take it or leave it. Okay. Um, so then let's talk a little bit about the children's. Oh, okay. Okay. When babies are born, when newborns are born, they're, they're not that good at stuff. Right, yeah. Including metabolism. Metabolization. Right. Their livers are still kind of ramping up. Right. Right. And so That's why you can't let a baby smoke. Crack. <laughs> Take spoonfuls of heroin. Yeah, it would be best not to give your newborn baby shots of espresso. Right. By about six months old, yeah. newborn babies have developed their livers enough right. that they can probably metabolize the same amount of caffeine as an adult per body weight of cool. mass. I mean, they're still way smaller, so it's All not right. the same All right. But uh, their livers have really come up to speed. Of course, just don't give a baby, like, shots of espresso and stuff like right. that. Right. And it's probably best to avoid caffeine in a child's life for as long as possible, simply because we don't totally know what a neurostimulant like that does to neurons that are, like, actively forming all of their connections. Right. We just don't really have a very good idea about it. And it's part of it's the brain's kind of a black box, and neuronal development is tough to know about. Mm -hmm. So, avoid it if you can. That said... In the modern day, caffeine has, like, a couple of medical uses, and one of them is on newborns. Right. Specifically, preemies that uh, have what's called apnea of prematurity. Okay. And it just means that they were born uh, a little too early, and yeah. they're having trouble breathing on their own. Yeah. And so, actually, one of the treatments that you give them for that is caffeine, which actually sort of, like, gives them more energy to breathe. Right. So, this is the sort of thing that you can consult with your local barista to decide if this is right for your baby. <laughs> Yeah, that's why there's so many Starbucks all over the place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, it's precisely for this purpose. Well, there's a lot of, like, very sexy polka bee dudes who are in cafe shops nearby you. Those guys probably have a good opinion about whether babies should have coffee or not. <laughs> and other medical questions, like ivermectin. Yes. We are not a medical podcast, but every barista is a medical professional. Yeah, so yeah, you yeah. should ask them. Yeah, they probably have a podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. Are we taking a short break before yeah, we talk about swollen? Let's take a little break, and then let's get into the swole. To the good shit. Yep. Yeah. The following is an actual advertisement. Our sponsor for Petri Dish is a product that I literally have been using every day, Athletic Greens. So I started taking Athletic Greens because, you know, maybe if I wasn't a garbage person, then I would actually be cooking completely balanced meals and eating them for every meal of the day and taking them into work and all this stuff. But just realistically, I don't have the time or energy for that. You know, like I'll do some meal prepping and I'll cook some things. But realistically, sometimes I just eat junk food or something. And it's, it's a really good way to be able to get a bunch of vitamins and nutrients that normally you could get in a very well-balanced diet. But hey, let's be realistic. Is this in like a smoothie? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> Do you want me to describe that earlier? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, so basically the way that Athletic Greens comes is in uh, powder form, okay? And what the powder is, is it's a powder of things like spirulina and a bunch of other greens, vegetables essentially, right? And so it has over 75 different vitamins. It's kind of like taking a multivitamin pill. Right. Except because you're usually taking it in some kind of food or drink form, it's a little bit more bioavailable. You're absorbing it a little bit easier. And it kind of tastes good. Right. Vitamins are bullshit. <laughs> Except in athletic greens. No, I think just the broad point. Yeah. The broad point is that vitamins are real. Our bodies do need them. <laughs> right, 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 right. It's just that a lot of times people will not have a well enough 
balanced diet to actually get all the vitamins they need. Right. And Athletic Greens gives a good way to be able to get that. When it comes, they typically recommend sort of the base way to do it is to dissolve the powder in some water and you like shake it up in this little shaky container yeah. they give you. I thought that was pretty good, but I kind of like it mixed in with some Greek yogurt. So that's the way I've been uh, eating it. That sounds good. I think it's fun. Guys, let me tell you something. Uh, you know, there's two guys who talk on this pod, me and Sean. One uses Athletic Greens, Sean. I don't. And, uh, you know, I'm not looking too hot these days. <laughs> I'm not looking too great. Look, uh, you know, I look worse than Sean. And Sean has recently had a dead man's knee implanted into his knee. So, uh, so you know, that's great, and I, I think a lot of that comes down to Athletic Greens. <laughs> that's, that's beautiful. Look, so one of the cool things about getting an Athletic Greens subscription now is that the subscription comes with a year supply of vitamin D, like an extra vitamin D supplement, which is important because, frankly, almost none of us get enough vitamin D in our diet. It's one of the most common issues with people is yeah. that they'll have low levels of vitamin D, and so this is a good way to get it. And you know, it's all year round, including those winter months. When we're all staying inside. Like, yeah. well, it's or in those summer months when you're still staying inside. I like computer games. Pass. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what to, <laughs> I don't yeah. know what to say about it. Yeah, dude. I've been playing a lot of Path of Exile. And, you know, it's the kind of thing that's affordable. It's on par with having a multivitamin, right? And it's been reviewed a lot. Over 7,000 five-star reviews, according yeah. to the ad copy. All from scientists. <laughs> so it's been peer-reviewed. Well, at the end of the day, there's nothing really wooey-woo about this product. Right. It's vitamins right. in powder form. Right. Mix it with some stuff and eat it. Right. I'm you know a skeptical I mean? guy. A lot of health stuff I think is, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm skeptical about. But this, this is sure shit. It's <laughs> I mean, just like a bunch of vitamins. It's pretty straightforward. And I guess uh, here, here's some ad copy I'm supposed to read verbatim. Well, right now, <laughs> it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Uh, that's actually true. I will say one place where vitamins play a really big role is in the functioning of your immune system. And so if you're not eating a well-balanced diet, your immune system can have some detriment to it due right. to not having enough vitamins. So, you know, it's just one scoop in a cup of water every day or with some Greek yogurt. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make that it shit easy. Is expensive, dude. Yeah, it can add up for real. Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash emerging, because we're an emerging podcast. That's what they've decided. Uh, again, that is athleticgreens.com slash emerging, E-M-E-R-G-I-N-G, to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. It's kind of like... Um... How poor people call themselves lower middle class. <laughs> Emerging pot, I'll take it. <laughs> anyway, guys, go get the shit. That, that, is, that is exactly what it's like. Go actually. buy a blood of greens. <laughs> you are right. All right, guys, we're done with babies and kids. Ew. Let's talk about muscles, right? Yeah, Let's talk about men. Yeah, there we go. And some women. Yeah, I don't know why it just had to be by. <laughs> women have muscles too. I guess I just, uh, like, I know women have muscles. But I'm looking at male muscles. Right, yeah. you, you just know what you want. Yeah, yeah, Which is like Predator, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I've been meaning to watch the new one. I heard it's good. Prey? Yeah, me too. I'm actually a little bummed because um, I totally had 
an idea like that, kind of a spinoff of the Terror Season 1, but with, like, a Native American band around, like, 1713, I think, after Uh some of the Carolina tribes were wiped out, mostly by disease and also, of course, by predatory white war. Yep. Um, And as they're traveling, they start dying off. And they're hunted, I think, actually, and this kind of, I was inspired by The Witcher, by, like, a kind of, like, a mix between a Spriggan and the Green Knight. Oh, from like uh, cool. like basically a refugee from Celtic parts of England oh. that was smuggled aboard and like maybe like you know and, and like ended up in America. Yeah, um, but why is it being such an asshole to the Native Americans? Well, I think it's one of those things where it probably was like if it's especially if it was a spriggan, it was like planted by like a witch, right, or like like sure. by settlers there, yeah, yeah. and like in the course of a conflict between different factions of like settler colonists or a witch hunt, it was mustered and is now like a haunted revenant right i see see. um and i think like the native americans are trying to flee it and they're kind of like uh, victims you know because it would all be like kind of the thematic parable of the way that like indigent white squatters and settlers uh perpetuated the kind of class violence that they experienced in england and in the british isles took that to america and then hoisted it onto native americans sure yeah right and yeah. so i kind of wanted like a cool parable of that story yeah. right well um you're fucked now because <laughs> <Frank and laughs> well i was also never like native american so i was kind of like well i could write this whole thing about like, native americans <laughs> and then be like you're not native american though <laughs> and i'd be yeah. like ah, that's a good yep. point yep that's good hey anyway, anyway. we nailed it yeah okay but like we want to get ripped so yes. we can be in predator yes drink more coffee yeah so i looked into this because i saw a few uh, what looked like kind of like pop, athletic, medicine-y kind of things about right. like using caffeine before exercise. And so I came in... Right. Skeptical. Skeptical. Looks silly. Turns out. Contrary to my expectations, caffeine seems to have a real and positive effect on exercise, particularly in the context of resistance training. So right. So like weight training and stuff right. like that. Because you could imagine, I, I could imagine like you drink coffee and you just, I don't know, you run more because you're like more awake, I guess. Mm-hmm. But we're saying like in anaerobic exercise, your muscles, do they like shrug off the pain or do they just like, I don't know, they've just got more energy somehow? I mean, that's not yeah, how caffeine yeah. works. So, so some of the studies work more specifically on what's called the one repetition maximum okay or one rm which is basically pushing yourself to set a personal record on how heavy a weight you can lift oh that kind of thing all right and what they see with that is that people seem to be able to lift heavier weights if they are caffeinated versus if they're not what's the heaviest weight you've ever lifted i'm gonna say like a solid 15 to 20 damn it dude <laughs> no, you kidding. beat me to it I'm, I'm, i swear <laughs> to god i was waiting for you to say a real thing and i was gonna be like 20 <laughs> which for me is actually true i don't remember because like it's probably like a lot well it's strong. just it's just you know sexy it depends on the exercise you're right? my hot bro it depends on the exercise because if i'm doing shoulder stuff yeah then, like i'm lucky if i can do like 15 pounds right but if you know if i'm doing like bench press or something like that right then, yeah the numbers can go higher yeah, yeah but like what does it mean yeah dude it's all lies anyway well why what do you mean by that no i'm just kidding this is like because you actually have styrofoam weights all of it is about looking good um <laughs> So, uh, caffeine, though, seemed to also maybe improve strength and endurance, both acutely and over multiple exercise sessions. That's cool. This is interesting because it's known that chronic users of caffeine actually develop 
tolerance to caffeine somewhat like if, if you're drinking caffeine every yeah, day i think that's pretty famous yeah yeah but i will say that that tolerance does largely seem to be reversible so if you stop yeah. drinking caffeine for like a week a lot of times you will kind of resensitize to caffeine right again. whereas like we both kind of hit a certain tolerance with the show psych and it's irreversible Look, I, it's just in there now. I don't know what to tell you. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I, 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 you know <laughs> I'm tired of having to preface it by saying that I know it's not a good show. I don't even care anymore. I'm proud. <laughs> Fuck you, I'm proud. <laughs> um, okay, so it's also interesting that people who have polymorphisms in Adora 2A and SIP 1A2, yeah. one of them is the receptor that caffeine binds, and the other one is the enzyme in the liver that breaks down caffeine. Yeah. You would think that having polymorphisms in those that make the person insensitive to caffeine. Like if they drink a cup of coffee, they don't feel any more awake. Right. You'd think that that would impact how it impacts your workout. Okay. Right? Because it, they should be connected somehow, right? But that does not seem to be the case. So people who drink coffee don't feel any more awake still get the benefit when they're working out. Right. Adora 2A sounds like an android assassin Dora sent from the future to assassinate Explorer Dora before she, like, does something. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I was waiting. I was actually <laughs> waiting for that. Really? I'm, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm weird. I'm surprised it actually took into the second episode because I mentioned in the first one I thought I thought you were going to make Adora the Explorer jerk earlier. <laughs> I don't even know why. Well, like, neither of us really have Dora the Explorer as, like, part of our, like, cultural... Wait, me, I got her underwear. <laughs> I got no, out. No, hold on. Call back to the last episode. You're not wearing underwear. <laughs> you caught me. Um, so why does caffeine work in terms of the workout benefits... Right. ...on people who have a version of this gene that they can't, like, feel caffeine effects, right? Magic. Unknown, right? Yeah, it could be that it's affecting a different receptor. Right. Which caffeine is known to bind some other receptors. Right. Or it could be that a lot of the effect is the placebo effect. Right. It's just the thing is that in this situation, it doesn't really matter how much of the impact is placebo effect because the impact is the point. Right. right? Feeling more energized and therefore working out more. It doesn't matter if it's actually because the drug's doing something physically or you're just imagining it. Right. Either way, you're working out more. Right. This is kind of like Poon's logic in the invasion of Ukraine. It's like, it doesn't really matter if Ukraine's run by Nazis. We're at war now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is exactly like that. <laughs> <laughs> that is accurate. Um, <laughs> so, All right. So, yeah, yeah. so look, you give me a lot of science double talk. Caffeine sounds good to me, right? Caffeine sounds like just a win-win. Do people still think it hurts? Yeah, so actually there's been a few things out in the literature. So in the literature, there's a kind of debate that's maybe semi-settled, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. Yeah. Which is about whether caffeine actually makes you feel more attentive right. and kind of reacting faster. Or do you feel like such shit coming off of it that's not worth it? Right. Or is everyone who drinks coffee regularly just going through withdrawal in the morning, right. you feel terrible, oh. and then you feel better drinking coffee because you're coming off of withdrawal symptoms right. back to basically a normal human being. Right, right, right. So the question, It's like you know, sex with a succubus. Why is it like sex with a succubus? If you don't get it, you never will. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, um, so from what I've seen in the literature, the jury is kind of out in terms of whether caffeine actually improves performance for teenagers. <laughs> Why teenagers specifically? Uh, because there's been a big uptick in caffeine consumption by teenagers in the right. past, like, whatever, 50 years. Right. Back in the um, olden days, they just did burgers and shakes, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah but then and now, beefer. because of coffee consumption and like increased Coke consumption, stuff like that, Coca-Cola mm. consumption. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> I really did think you meant cocaine. Coca-Cola consumption. Because I totally would buy it. Because like my head always goes to Adderall when you're like, oh, increased caffeine. I'm like, is that a euphemism for like all the Adderall these kids are taking? <laughs> well, I think it's totally legal to take caffeine. Right. And I think teenagers think maybe, oh, well, I need to drink some kind of caffeinated beverage in the morning yeah. for, like, the exam I have to take. Model UNs at 6 a.m. The SATs, yeah. Model UNs. Okay, yeah. so that Timberlake doesn't fuck you, okay? <laughs> um, not literally. No, no, not that kind of fuck you. Yeah. yeah. Fuck you over. Yeah. So. With the stick. <laughs> it didn't happen either. <laughs> um, so, the evidence, though, is pretty good that caffeine does legitimately work for adults. Okay. Okay, so it's not just that we're all under withdrawal symptoms and that caffeine right. is bringing us back to baseline. Those real things. It does seem to actually make the cognitive abilities of adults slightly better. Right. Um, is there like a reason that anyone's ever thought of a why it'd be different in teenagers or in adults? Or is it just, do you think that's just the studies were shaped differently or something? I mean, I, I think, I think it, weird, right? I, my vote would be that cognitive performance is harder to test in teenagers. Yeah. They're because, just dumber. Because teenagers are just fucking all over the place. <laughs> right, right, right. And so I think the error bars for teenagers is much larger. Yeah. And adults can like much more reasonably just like kind of hone in on their actual performance. That uh, makes sense. Performance. So that, that's my bet on um, that. There's also a question, a debate out there about whether caffeine is addictive uh, or if people can develop caffeine dependency. Right. So there's definitely... Is that not just true? Well, I thought that was just true. So people can suffer from caffeine withdrawal. Okay. okay, so that is true. Whether that qualifies enough for official being addictive, yeah, or being a dependency, yeah. There, there's well, usually, that's the Portuguese. There's, <laughs> yes, know, right? Yes. There, <laughs> Shit, man. There, there's a list of criteria normally, and you, you don't need to fulfill all of them, but you need to check off yeah. like half of them or something. And don't you feel like this is so socially constructed, though? Right? Like, it, what? It is socially constructed. Yeah. <laughs> You're a concept. No, <laughs> don't agree with me so fast. <laughs> <laughs> I need a man. You sound smart. Okay, well, go. Well, it's just like, I mean, I guess this is, where, this is, of course, where you're leading to, right? But I mean, like, let's say caffeine was like a drug that's, you know, a scheduled drug. And, like, it was easy to access but illegal. Uh-huh. I mean, wouldn't there be a lot more, like, coffee addicts running around out there selling their pants for another hit of coffee, man? Well, see, I think uh, th- that does bring up a l- pretty good question in that the effects of caffeine withdrawal... While they can vary from person to person, are usually not so bad right. that they can disrupt people's lives that much. Right. right. Like meth withdrawal, you're selling your house. Yeah. No one's ever sold their house except the Portuguese. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. With yerba mate specifically. Um, but dependency, that checklist, also includes things that are socially constructed and ideas of things like negatively impacting your life, Mm. negatively impacting your relationships with other people, stuff like that. And those things are like harder to relate to caffeine because sometimes drinking coffee is a way to strengthen your bonds with other human beings. Right. So like, you know. Like in Bagel Meets Coffee. Yes. Sometimes you leave with no bond though. (laughs) That's true. You need to swipe again. Yeah, well, you know. 
That's uh, life. You know what? Dating's hard, people. Dating's okay, hard. It's tough out there. Not for you, dude. <laughs> All I'm saying, people, you know what? <laughs> I don't care. I don't guy? care if you don't believe in astrology. You need yeah. to learn your sign. Okay, I'm yeah. just telling you. That's just the the modern day today. You need to know your sign. You know, Stacy passed my test on astrology when we met. Oh, Stacy was briefly talking about, it, and I was like. I don't believe in that shit, and I don't like hearing about it. Uh-huh. And like, definitely, plenty of people would have been like, "Well, I'm not talking to you anymore because you're a dickhead." Yep. And Stacey was just like, "Ah, you're crazy." Ah, <laughs> ah, that's fuck. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So that's how I know. I mean, she she really puts up <laughs> puts yeah. up with me. Well, you guys made a baby, so that's yeah, great. That's true. She's trapped now. Man, <laughs> 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 you can't believe you said it. Um, you know the reason why all those Portuguese folks to talk about social constructions of addiction? The reason all those Portuguese laborers. Uh, like, we're so addicted to Yerba Mate that they lost their houses. It's not because Yerba Mate is strong. It's because they were paid two cents in a banana. Yeah. So, like, losing everything was two cents in a banana. Yeah. <laughs> right? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you buy one cup of Yerba Mate and you're bankrupt yeah, in, yeah. in medieval Portugal. Yeah. When there's no social safety net and you're just living in the dirt already, like, <laughs> yeah, yes, you're yeah. right. It's, like, <laughs> it's not a very big distance to fall. Um, yeah, so, so... It's like the monk's like, he sold his hammock. <laughs> what the fuck is he living in? So when it comes down to, like, the biology, though, okay... The receptors that caffeine hits, those adenosine receptors, usually are very close to some other receptors called dopamine receptors. I remember those. And dopamine those is yes, is a critical part of your reward system. Okay? Yeah, it is. And so caffeine actually sensitizes your dopamine receptors to make it so that they're easier to set off if you start having a hit of dopamine. Yeah. Okay. And so because of that, you can feel a sense of reward while drinking something right. like coffee. And that can be a component of addiction. So there's like biological reasons yeah. why you can think that people can be addicted to coffee, but it's just, it's usually not life ruining addiction, yeah. right? You know what, what I think is cool about humans is that we can actually use rational thought to overcome our dopamine reactions. Oh uh, yeah. Right. So yeah. like, for example, I get emails from total wine. That's like, here's a coupon. I'm like, wow, it's a coupon. And it's like 10% off wine when you buy six bottles. <laughs> and it used to be like, wow. <laughs> and it took it took me a few years, guys. <laughs> but like I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I spent a hundred more dollars than I meant to. <laughs> I don't even want half of this stuff. Yes. And that's why Denethor deserved his fate, is because he could have defeated the envy in his heart. Well, yeah. Right? But yeah. instead, he chose to burn himself and almost destroy Minas Tirith in the process. Yeah. That's what being human is all about, guys. Yeah. Okay? Is sometimes drink, like, only six shots of espresso. Yeah. You know what being an elf is about? It's saying, Ilsidur! <laughs> Throw the ring away! And then not moving. <laughs> and doing nothing about it. That's what being an elf's all about. Yeah. Are you excited for the new Amazon Lord of the Rings? I keep forgetting it's going to happen. I think that's an elf. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and a million souls rang out across the world agreeing with you. When is it coming out? Is it out yet? I, I don't think is it's it out, out already. I, is, the, is the new Game of Thrones out yet? <laughs> because they've been doing some promo stuff for I that. Haven't, I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you thought. I didn't care about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> I, I was reading a news article headline that yeah. was like, like, "Oh, about the memes with Matt Smith." No, 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 no. This, yeah. this is uh, what's the show even it's called? Age of, Age of Dragons or something? Oh, like yeah, that. sure, sure. It was like, you know, Age of Dragons is you know the last best chance for Game of Thrones to be culturally relevant. Yeah, and you're like, I think that was season four. <laughs> I was like, that <laughs> ship has sailed, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, um, well, Matt Smith was doing a round of interviews where he was like, I kept asking, I was like, don't you guys think there's too many sex seeds? <laughs> and they're like, oh, there's not. <laughs> I had to do the sexy. 
And, you know, in Comic-Con, he's doing a thing for House of Dragons. People kept asking about Morbius. Because there's that scene of Morbius where he dances shirtless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, it's Morbin time. And he's like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> you know, I wish the movie did better. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like doing it. Um, I don't know what it's Morbin time means. <laughs> oh my We're here God. to talk about Game of Thrones. What blows my mind about Morbius is that, like, somehow the internet convinced Sony that actually people loved Morbius, and then they re-released it, like, not even that many months after it was out of theaters, and then it made, like, zero money. (laughs) Did you hear Batgirl got canceled? Yeah. Did you hear how they're thinking about canceling The Flash because Ezra Miller just keeps on doing doing it? it. (laughs) Yes, yes, and there's, there's, like, what, a woman and, like, three kids that are just, like, straight up missing in Vermont? And he's like, she hasn't been here for two months. And people were like looking at her Instagram from like a day ago and she's like in the house. Oh my God. Wow. Well, that's, um, we should just do a podcast. <laughs> that's that's, that's the cultural entertainment. All news. right, guys. Well, anyway, caffeine part one and two. Thank you for joining us. Yep. 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 And you know, future episodes, we'll do coffee eventually. Do coffee with we'll we'll the Portugal. Uh, a fun update on monkeypox. Ooh, particularly yeah. why it's mutated so much faster than normal. Which is fun. That's really? Yep. Ooh. Are you going to also pair that with the Inflation Reduction Act? <laughs> and, you know? <laughs> and why that bill mutated in the last couple of days kind of oh, suspiciously. Oh, you made it work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Mutations. All right. So let's say thank you to Stacy Song, our sound lord and engineer. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Brian. Yeah. Thank you, Griffin. <laughs> uh, okay. PetriDishPod at gmail.com. At DishPodcast on Twitter patreon.com slash petri dish and we'll see y'all next time see you guys have a scientific day okay bye Shiny things.